0: Hello Miro how are you how are you doing
1: Yeah I I'm, I'm very good yeah very happy to see you and to have this conversation today
0: Yeah me too I um finally another bulgarian guest back on the podcast um, I always say that uh, because of uh, of my bulgarian origins I want always to spotlight um, uh, the talented people and talent and creative of bulgaria and through <laughs> My instagram i found about you uh, so you can you can tell a little bit to the people who are listening who you are and what you do
1: yeah well i'm very basically and i'm also very happy uh, when i understood that you're about getting i was okay that we have to do that let's see how it is gonna be so yeah it's nice i'm a designer uh, predominantly architectural designer, but yeah, I operate uh, in the field of design, like uh, architecture, interior, product design. So we experiment in a uh, various uh, sphere, uh, spheres and topics in, into design. We are a young studio, just opened like a year ago, and uh, we believe in this collaborative pro- uh, process where uh, everybody come, brings a. Uh, ideas uh, we talk give give each other feedback so now uh, we are a team of four people and looking to expand a a little bit more working on innovative uh, projects uh, which are very interesting and creative so yeah we're based in London but um, um, as a team uh, the company is based in London but uh, some of our collaborators are around the world in India, in Italy, so uh, we kind of uh, taught how and learned how to uh, learn from all around the world.
0: That sounds great. Uh, it's very interesting, your setup, and uh, I was super impressed uh, by the Uh, fact that you have uh, started your own office um, in in London but um, I always like to start from the beginning so to understand a little bit the the background of each guest and each person because I don't know all of you (laughs) personally. Um, I'm curious what was the reason for which you decided uh, you wanted to become a designer, an architect? Uh, Often it's because some of your a family or some of your parents, or um, it's involved in that field, or what was the case for you?
1: Yeah, well, so i I've, I've always been creative, like a child uh, do creative stuff, uh, and I also like uh, uh, love uh, you know doing some sports and some stuff like that. Like it wasn't like a decision to be, I don't know, a designer or an architect, but I feel always that I have to do something creative and um my friends at that time uh, started going to this kind of, uh, you know, uh, drawing lessons and painting that you have to take for your exams to be an, an architect uh, in the university. So I said, okay, I'm going to try this as well. But I wasn't uh, at that time very certain what I'm going to be in future. So it was like, yeah, architecture sounds good. Let's try it out and see how it's gonna work so
0: yeah that was the 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 starting point i guess and um what what was your what were your first um steps in the architectural field uh how where did you study what was your background on the uh, academical level
1: oh well so uh i started studying architecture in bulgaria new bulgarian university and what was nice about this place is that it gives you a lot of freedom, and um, the people there um, kind of appreciate uh, your ideas and give you a how to say like give you a chance to if you you know fail somewhere to come back and uh, and do it again because as I said I haven't been very certain at the beginning what I I want to do so my first years in the uh, in the architectural education wasn't very uh you know i wasn't on the top level i uh, haven't uh, been participating uh, in the uh, and involved in the education so my first year were, uh, were more down uh, than us but uh, then yeah uh, with the help of uh, some of my peers there and some of the teachers there. I come back and uh, I start taking the architecture and the design seriously. And I understood that this is uh, the field that I want to operate and I, I love design. So I come back and I have like uh, maybe like 30, 40 exams that I haven't uh, taken for this year. But I come back and as I said, with the help of my peers, I uh, take this back. And uh, yeah, I, I graduated from there. Then uh, I came to London, where I, I worked uh, in Populous for half uh, a year, and then I decided to continue my study here in the uh, Architectural Association in the DRL Course Design Research Laboratory, where there I really find uh, myself uh, the things that I love to do and learn. Uh, learned a lot of uh, a lot of stuff by myself. Uh, because the DRL, how I understand, it is about you know self motivation, self organization. So they teach uh, the students there how to how to be uh, organized, uh, but uh, you know by themselves. So you have to find this medium and uh, your motivation to work and to produce. So this was my education. Yeah, New Bulgarian University in Bulgaria, and then the AA here in London.
0: And you mentioned you worked for Populous, if I'm not uh, wrong, for for a while. Um, how did you end up there? Because this is always a very important moment for every designer. Uh, the first uh, job, right? Because uh, as you said, also you didn't have a design background. And especially you went, Populous is one of the best offices, uh, particular for sports infrastructure from what I know. Um, so how was um, how did you end up there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been there for a short period of time, of time
0: before starting with the DRL, but how,
1: how I started there, it was like, basically just because of my portfolio. As I said, uh, um, I did a, a good and nice project, like a master thesis in the New Bulgarian University, and I also explored by myself, um, like, design topics. Uh that uh, they haven't been from the university, but I wanted, you know, to experiment here and there, do some kind of uh, uh, this, uh, design experiments. So my portfolio at that time was uh, uh, good enough and uh, was kind of eye-catching. So because of that, I got uh, my first job. I, I didn't have any kind of experience, you know, from... Bulgarian University, which is not, not very uh, well-known uh, around the world, but just because of my portfolio, I, they give me a chance, and I'm very uh, thankful that I, I, I've i been there, even though for a short period of time, because I learned a lot of stuff. I meet uh, great people who helped me through my way, and, yeah, I'm still in, uh, in touch with some of the people with who, with who we were there, so, yeah, this was how. How I started because
0: of my portfolio. Well that sounds uh, that sounds great. And um, how was I always like to you know talk also about not only about the work side of the things but also the personal side of the things. And uh, I can imagine that uh, moving to another country to England to England, to London, it has been uh, quite a change for you because I guess the culture it's quite different. Uh, how was for you personally to move from bulgaria to to england to to london, o- although London is very, very international, but how was your personal experience in that in that um, area?
1: Well, honestly, you have to be brave to do it, especially in my case. i have I have a wife, and at that time I moved, I have like a six month daughter. So uh, you know it wasn't like a really decision a really easy decision so you have to be brave and you have to have the support from your uh, family so my wife supported me to that be- because you know we were going to a place that we didn't know a young family uh with a, a very young uh, daughter so of course you have to be brave, brave to do that and we just came we have a uh, Uh, some support from uh, our family members here in in the UK who helped us uh, arranging stuff and stuff like that. So this helped a lot, but yeah, I I think you have to, you know, close your eyes and if you have a dream, just go for it, uh, no matter what it takes because, yeah, I guess it's not very easy decision to, to do it at that time
0: yeah i can i can imagine and and then i always also like you know to the people who listen to to understand if this procedure or this path you have had it's feasible for themselves i've had already a couple of guests from the aa i think mariana you know her maybe you you work together too um, she mentioned for that because the AA is quite expensive as a university, she got uh, financial support from, from her parents in order to manage to, to go through the, through the studies. It's um, a year of master's, uh, also the same as you. Um, how was the case for you? Did you have an option for uh, maybe a scholarship or a loan or, or did you have the, the savings if you can share if, you, if it's not too personal?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, I guess the same as Mariana. Yeah, it's expensive and uh, you get like uh, some savings, uh, also family support. Uh, You know, without my family, I wouldn't imagine going this way. So, uh, um, yeah, it it was uh, in DRL, they don't really do a lot of scholarship and stuff like that. So it's kind of uh, not that easy uh, from this point of view, but, uh, you know, in the end of the day, uh, it gives you a lot. And if you want, you can take a lot of this place. So I, I, w- I would say that is worth it. And, uh, the, the investment is, is worth. Uh, so yeah, thank you for my savings and my family support. I, I, I I've been able to, to participate in the year. When I I'm very happy as I met amazing people there, I met some friendships, and also some associate
0: like uh, people who we work together, collaborate and stuff like that. I see and uh, well, but after this uh, challenge throughout, you went uh, to the to the um, AA uh, uh, afterwards, what was your next move? Uh, you were at Zahadi directly afterwards uh, because I know you you've been working for zaha also.
1: Uh, yeah, so basically after uh, after Gireva, I started right away uh, at the Zadar place, which uh, I also been there for a short period of time, but it was uh, very beneficial for me. I met like amazing people, and uh, I had an opportunity to work on a very great project with uh, great people. So it was a very very good experience for me and. I learned a lot of things. Yeah, I haven't been for a long, so I I can't say so much about uh, that place. And especially uh, that it's been, at that time, it came the pandemic. So I spent like two months in the office and then the the rest of my time was uh, work from home. So, but overall, I found found that it was nice to be there. And yeah, I'm very happy that I had a chance to be there
0: how you say always you've been for a short period of time how long in total you've been at Populus and how long in total in at zaha did like uh, in Populus like
1: half a an year and zaha around 10 year.
0: ah okay so yeah quite a uh, quite quick uh quick uh, go through and um well then now comes the most interesting part which is the 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 moment you decided to start uh The company, which is called iMind Design or Architecture, it's very, a little bit of both, I think. Um, So how you you said yourself, you had a really dynamic sort of uh, life personally and uh, professionally and academically, because in a short period of time, in two years, you went through uh populous aa and and how did the idea of starting your own office come up and uh, was first like uh you're also very very um you have a very popular instagram account i gotta say that um and um, was maybe that also something that uh, brought you some leads for projects how did it start the whole thing from zero because it's very very hard to start uh, a project uh, a studio from zero and especially in london especially as none none of you're not from there so i'm really curious
1: yeah well so i've always known that i'm gonna try by myself in a certain uh time i i didn't know what is gonna be that time right so but i i i knew that i'm gonna do it in some point and i guess uh in my uh View it was that it's gonna come on a little bit later, uh, stay a uh, later phase, and I'm gonna work a little bit more time, uh, let's say here and there. But because of the pandemic, this boost my decision, and you know, this point came faster because I wanted uh, uh, to work, let's say, in Populus or Zako exactly or whatever. Uh, in in order to meet people, to have this communication, to learn from them, uh, to be in a team, you know, to socialize, uh, to to be part, you know, uh, go here after work or uh, on lunch with some peers, colleagues, uh, having, uh, having conversation. So yeah, just meet people and socialize. But when the pandemic came, it was a little bit, uh, you know, this kind of period for me when I was. Uh, Staying at home all day by myself, and uh, just having uh, Zoom meetings uh, with uh, like once a day or twice a day, and the idea for me of participating in, in a big studio and socializing with the people there a little bit, you know, uh, start to to win a bit, you know, it's not there anymore. So this kind of uh, the thing really boosts the my decision to make it faster and to, you know, close my eyes and go for it and see what it gets. So, and it was hard. Yeah, of course, in the beginning, uh, uh, it was hard because uh, I didn't have any clients and I, I didn't know many people here in London. And yeah, you said my Instagram profile. Uh, But at the time that I uh, started, uh, my design. I have like 3,000 people who were following me. You know, now I have like 35,000. But at the time that I started, it wasn't like that big audience, like a year ago. So I had to come with a strategy how I'm gonna do it. And of course, it's not the perfect strategy, and it's not like a perfect uh, thought plan. I didn't have that much time to think about it. But I said, okay, in the middle of the pandemic uh without uh, a chance to meet people to go on events to meet future plans uh and you don't have so long uh, uh experience and work with the clients in the uh companies that have been worked so what did, what is your chance how you can uh <clears throat> find uh, potential clients? and i said okay so i have to um to share my ideas do my things do my design and uh Share it out and use the social media as a tool uh, because this is, uh, you know, like Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. This is where, in the middle of the pandemic, people spent much of their time, no? So I, I said, okay, I'm gonna do that. And yeah, just uh, did designs like every day, work on a uh, uh, design sketches and Start posting them uh in the social media, and I start uh, to see that it grows attention. Like for one year, I got from th- from 3,000 people to 35,000. Uh, so it's like a a jump, you know, for, for a year it's a uh, quite a jump. And uh in some point, uh, the clients came. They, uh, you know, because I post these uh, things in the social media, but many. Big uh, design and architecture magazine started, you know, sharing, posted uh, uh, articles about me, uh, reshare my designs. Even like some uh celebrities did it, uh, you know, like I saw like uh, my design on the real Squeeze the real uh, page and the case husband, and like people like you know, Buster Ryan 50 Cent commenting uh, under my post, and I was okay. It's getting there, so I have to keep going. And yeah, and in some point, uh, the clients came like because it spread away very fast. And I now I have like a very amazing and super interesting project that I'm we are working on uh, in our studio. But basically, this is how it start. I, I use the social media as a tool to speak well about what i think and what i create uh, and show my designs and uh yeah i got work that people like and uh yeah many magazines shared it again this is how i i found plans
0: well um my my grandma always says you you have to work for your luck so i don't think it's pure luck but it's also a lot of uh, yeah i
1: mean of course you search for this luck. it's not like a given luck but you ask for
0: it so yes and um, I mean, obviously, the designs are really eye-catchy and they're very um, well done. Um, I'm curious to go more in detail into this process. So you were working at Zaha Hadid and then you quit cold turkey, so to say. Um, probably you have prepared some savings in case, you know, because when you start a company for the first period of time, as you said, you don't have um, clients and so on. How long... It took you from the moment you started um, doing this social media to the point where you got your first clients. And um, also, what was your process initially to do um, these designs for social media? Did you set up for yourself some brief on your own and you started designing it or what was the case?
1: Uh, Well, so... Actually, my first one came like quite quickly. I would say, I mean, like three four months after I started uh, posting <clears throat> in the social media. So this was the the first point that I got uh, a really uh, commission to work on. And what was I mean? I was like happily surprised that um, the project that uh, came and that. Uh, uh, we are working on are very creative and are in the way and they, you know, uh, the design language is the design language that I have proposed to the uh, to the people which makes sense, but uh, in the beginning I didn't realize that I'm going to have so cool projects uh, so I was very happy about it and yeah, and as a brief yeah, I mean, um I did a quite long research about the, let's say, the dwelling, like the house, place to live and work, let's say, uh, like which was kind of influenced by the pandemic. And now how the dwellings uh, have to be like a little bit different kind of spaces where people can, you know, uh, spend their time live there, but also in many cases work from there and meet other people there. So here this kind of... Uh, freedom like agile kind of uh, living space so i did a this was like maybe the the main brief of the research that i did a lot of work there so yeah also i did some kind of uh, um uh, let's say green public uh, community places where i played uh, with uh, um you know uh, with uh, where we can invite the nature and uh, the greenery to our designs and how we can speculate on this idea of more green spaces and more community places in, in our, for our society so and
0: these the, are
1: the, the bricks.
0: but imaginary like Im- imaginary situations there no uh, spe- n- without any specific like location or also you took pick uh, a plot for example
1: I use, uh, like, for the the, the dwelling uh, brief, I use, like, places around the world. I didn't want to choose a certain uh, site, let's say, and just work on it. But I I look at things more globally and see, you know, because it just not for one place, but maybe, uh, yeah, it's more like a global vision, how uh, we can set up this kind of space.
0: And um, I'm curious, what were the tools that you used to, or what are the the tools that you still nowadays use to create your projects? Because, of course, they look really, really, like, um, they're really futuristic, really organic. They're really, um, it, it perfectly could be Zaha did instead of you, or, I mean, it's I'm not saying that you're copying, but I'm saying that it's at that level. Uh, which is um, quite impressive so I'm, I'm curious what is what are the tools that you use in order to to make them and also how long it takes you to it took you also when you were starting to from the starting point to the point where you could publish something um, on your instagram page or on your different platforms
1: well so as a tool Uh, I use in our studio is predominantly using like Autodesk Maya, because the fastest, uh, uh, you know, this gives the fastest possible solution to output many design ideas in a very short period of time. So (laughs) basically in the beginning of the project where you have to propose a lot and explore different variations, different design ideas, different different, uh, directions you want. To be very fast uh, and to be um, to be able to produce a lot for a very short time so and because we are predominantly concentrated on the design part uh, this is why we are predominantly useful because it gives you this uh, uh this opportunity to produce uh, uh many three dimensional sketches in a very fast manner uh uh so yeah it's not very common in the architecture field. Uh, <laughs> this software, uh, not many people are using it in the architecture field. But uh, I think it's the best uh, software to to start with and to explore ideas. Uh, regarding how much time it takes me to start something and to post it on the social media is different. I mean, and it's like a, I might start something like a year ago but you know it evolves and it comes let's say today uh, i finish it and i post it you know this a long might be like a long process that i you know learn about each and or the other uh, or also might be the other uh, way around i mean if i have an idea i sketch it right quickly and i'd be like i start in the morning and i post in the afternoon you know yeah. <laughs> it, it's like this kind of variety like uh, yeah as i said mine is very fast so if you have an idea you can sketch it really quickly then you can prepare like the visual also quick, quickly and yeah just post it there
0: yeah i, I can imagine that it's different paste um depending on on the, the the things that you're designing um and um what are the tools that do you do everything did you do everything yourself or do you still do everything yourself because also um one thing is the model and the geometry and the design itself but also your renderings the the images are really really good so do you do that also yourself and what do you use for that eventually
1: yeah i mean uh, the renders are also done by myself and uh yeah most of this is like uh post-production so it's photoshop uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Photoshop work is really intense there, uh, but this gives you like this kind of eye-catching uh, uh, level and eye-catching uh, detail of the rendering. So yeah, I think Photoshop is is great for this because it's very fast as well. I mean, what is Maya for three D modeling? This is Photoshop for rendering, so you can export like. A lot of ideas and direction for the visuals in a very short period of time. So this is why I I, I I love to be fast and uh, productive. So yeah, it's very important to have the tools uh, in my hand that I I, I can do that. So yeah, like Maya and Photoshop.
0: Yeah, and I'm curious, what was um. The- what were you the influences on your on what were your influences or your idols you if you want to say like that uh, because this is uh, your design it's a very very um, specific style uh, which is uh, very organic and very um, it's very modern oriented um, so what were you what who were your inspirations for for Developing this this um, style, or if you want to say, or direction.
1: Yeah. Okay. So first of all, and the main inspiration is nature. I mean, I I haven't seen like a rectangular shapes in nature. I mean, <laughs> you know, like what nature teaches us, and we can see how it works and how it evolves. So as I feel yeah, like people are doing rectangular shapes, but because of other reasons, they oh, in my opinion oversimplify things. But yeah, I mean I as I said I can't see like like rectangular shapes in nature. So the nature is the biggest inspirational source for me in many ways. And also I, I've always been inter- interested in in the automotive design. Uh, so yeah I mean you see like uh, great designs from Mercedes, uh, like Ferrari, Lamborghini and stuff like that. And I I, I know that this uh, uh, the automotive design is, uh, you know, it's uh, on a higher level than the architecture. It's more developed, you know, and uh, this is where the architects and the architecture design can learn from the tools that uh, uh, they use for their designs, the shapes, uh, uh, the creative approach. So, yeah, I, I use a lot of inspiration uh, about uh, around this field. And I think, like, inspiration from another fields and multidisciplinary approach really can give you so much uh, into your design. So, yeah, and regarding the, the architects, of course, I think a, it's a great example. Anthony Gaudi, I, 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 I've been inspired uh, from them as well, but yeah, mostly from nature and automotive design.
0: And um, were there some, um, because for example, for me personally, it was very, very eye-opening um, moving from just doing designs by myself to working in an office where the designs are done professionally. So were there some lectures that you took even in these um, brief periods, your work in these offices, which were very helpful for your workflow or for your methodology?
1: Uh, yeah, as I said, uh, uh, I, le- I learned a lot even though for a short period of the time, but I can't see a very different uh, you know, the approach uh, because I always uh, work in the creative teams. So and the approach uh, wasn't very different uh, from, you know, from the DRL. Let's say you explore as ma- as many ideas as you, you can. You find the best possible solutions, and you try to make it work. So uh, you know you spend time on this to find the direction and then to make it work. So. If you want to be professional if you are professional in my opinion in everything you do whether in your university or in uh, the company you're working on or in the studio that you are starting on you know if you have this kind of mindset
0: to do things professionally you you do them professionally so yeah this is my opinion about it i see um and now you said you're several people so, one interesting topic is also, in you are also scattered around the world, as you said yourself. So, um, when you're you a younger company, the work also has to be very focused, very directed. Um, how did you find the people that are now working with you, um, and um, how do you cooperate more um, on the operative side of the, of the job? Um uh, as you said, you're more remote working together
1: yeah, so basically I started uh the studio uh, alone but uh, then um we I, I participated in a competition with two peers um uh, like few months after that, and one of them like uh, after a few months like uh, uh show uh like uh wish to come and join me I'll, Uh, With this, uh, uh, with the studio, and she's been from the DRL as well, so I know from there. And this is how uh, she joined, and then uh, how we find uh, another people uh, is based here again via social media. Like, you know, uh, I scattered uh, around the social media, I I look uh, and I post, like, look, we're searching for a designer who wants to join. And yeah many people send their application and they thankful about it like great uh, great designs great uh, um, great architectural drawing, and stuff like that so uh yeah we have on board now uh, a very uh, a young uh, very uh, creative and talented designer from Italy and it began from from Instagram <laughs> as well like from the social media this is how like I find that but I also find like collaborators and the project in our studio is like a very collaborative project so basically everyone can bring ideas and uh, everyone can you know give feedback to each other so uh, this is you know it's not like a very directed one direction uh, uh, process but it's more like a collaborative process and uh, this is I guess why our designs are so innovative because uh, yeah. it comes from different people. We need feedback each other. So, yeah, and we use, like, as now, like Zoom to meet and to discuss ideas. And, yeah, we learn through the pandemic how to how to work in this kind of environment where we are not everybody in one place but spread around the world. And I think we're doing a very productive environment.
0: And are there any um moments in where you can physically meet each other with some of the co co people that collaborate uh or it's always purely online? uh
1: well, as I said, we are a one year a studio, so we just started, but yeah, I hope that soon we we can you know like. Take uh, office here in London and meet here, and you know, start working a little bit more in person together. But yeah, I mean, for now we uh, we are working predominantly remotely. Of course, uh, with Michelle, you know, we're every day together. But uh, with Rosi, um, whom we met before at the DRL, and yeah, hopefully soon we can you know have a chance to meet again and socialize a little bit more
0: um and i'm curious uh, what is the current like because you said it's a young company and in the beginning um the main pro- problem to solve is to get clients on and then now that you have starting having some traction you're starting getting some uh people on board um are these people more like partners so basically they collaborate with you or are they um, employee? How is the collaborative process? Because also when you build a structure like a company, you still need to have, like in a creative process, you have to be very, uh, as you said, sort of a collective uh, so that everybody gives feedback, but there should be some somebody setting the direction. So are you more like the leader or are you all guys like sort of partnering and collaborating?
1: Well, as I said, it is, uh, of course, a collaborative process where everybody uh, gives ideas and share their vision and work on their ideas. Of course, I mean, uh, there is a leadership. Uh, without a leadership, you can't proceed, uh, really proceed. So, yeah, there is a leadership, definitely. and But, uh, you know, the process itself is very collaborative, and uh, we work together as a team. And yeah, in the end, uh, maybe uh, yeah, I take the I, I take the decision how to present ideas, uh, what uh, the focus is gonna be uh, on on the work, and uh, what is the direction. Uh, but uh, at the beginning, uh, everyone is welcome to uh, to show ideas, to give feedback, and, and not only in the beginning, but, throughout the process to the, to the very end of life. I, I really do believe in a collaborative way of thinking and bringing ideas from uh, from everybody because you know, I, I do believe that like four or five brains make it much better than just one. So this is this, is, this is for me, this is my way of thinking.
0: Yeah, I think that's correct and I've heard that from a lot of uh, all the other architects I've talked to and who have been Um, on the podcast too and also the daily life when when we talk about things it's very important to respect and to collect all the opinions and all the ideas and then um, coordinate them in the best solution Um, and could you disclose disclosure what kind of assignments you have um you have had so far and like I mean I don't want to know exactly who the client is or who uh, what is the exact thing but uh, are there more villas or public spaces or uh, condos um, and um, and in which part of the world uh, you are designing because uh, as you said the, the whole office is very um, international in the setup and also the there are no boundaries nowadays, right? Because uh, uh, you put something on Instagram and person in India or in the States or anywhere can see it. So if you can just share a little yeah. bit more about how it's been that.
1: So, yeah, our projects are basically spread around the world. We have projects in India, in Europe, and the uh, United States as well. So that's something that I'm really happy about it. And we are working on an amazing way. Uh, Right now, it is very innovative and uh, creative uh, and unique, I would say. Also, we we have some educational uh, small projects that we work on, like uh, some interior for school and furniture design. And also, we are looking uh, further to start working on on a metaverse, you know, on this kind of virtual spaces and virtual reality. So, yeah, as I said, we are very open uh, to make, you know, uh, the the quality of living better throughout design and use the design as a tool to, to, make, to make it better.
0: And do you need to, for example, if you need to design something for the physical world, <laughs> for, for the different Part of the world um, architecture is a very regulated uh, field which means that you have to um, have a license um, with with the local authorities in order to be able to allow the project or to sign up the project um, when you work in this international matter you need to find some local uh, partners in order to make it happen? Or you communicate with your client that your project then need to be further developed by somebody? Yeah, of course.
1: I mean, uh, when you work throughout the world, we have to always collaborate with the local partner. And what we do, we are taking uh, care predominantly of the design part of the project, of the creative uh, part of the project. Um, and uh, our collaborators are taking part, uh, of the other aspects of, uh, let's say, uh, this kind of licenses and regulation, all of this on the, if it's in India or in Europe or the uh, US, so basically our local partners, some of them are, uh, the client came with them. Uh, or in other situations, we have to find local partners, so we all always uh, work with the local partners who take care of all of these other uh, 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 other things of the project. So, as I said, one project is a very uh, master, so many people are, are involved, and uh, many parties are involved, so yeah, it's a collaborative uh, process, so we're taking part of the design process.
0: And I'm curious um, when you have started doing your design. I mean, of course, it's based on your past experience in your background. But have you had some positioning in your mind? Because I can imagine that the 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 um, your kind of design is more oriented for higher end clients. Or am I am I wrong? Because it's more like this kind of design. It's always more like for it's like. Um, to compare it to the car industry you can buy uh a ferrari as you said and you can buy also like uh F- F- uh fiat so <laughs> or a ford uh so i think this is more like a high-end um designer who have you, have been and also your clients more of the developers or have been also private people who really love what you do and they want to have like for example a house or something
1: yeah but as i said uh yeah i mean i guess uh, this kind of designs is more exclusive and uh, yeah a little bit uh not a little bit like but yeah not that easy to be built in a uh, this these uh, very common ways of building uh, things so you have to the client also have to be you know uh, open-minded and uh, understand that uh, it's not going to be a typical project <laughs> it's everywhere around us but uh, it might take uh, a little bit more energy and resources to be built. But of course, we're looking for uh, uh, to use like sustainable materials, local sources to make, let's say, you know, the budget more. So let's say for this kind of, of uh, educational uh, projects in India. And we are trying to find a way to work with clients uh, uh, in a way that we can make it happen. But yeah, of course. Uh, uh, everybody who wants this kind of uh, uh, projects and this kind of uh, places has to know that it's a, it's a different kind of experience to make it happen, and it takes a lot of more energy resources and uh, I guess yeah, willingness to do it. It's not it's not that uh, easy, and common, which is. Also, the nice part of the thing because you get something, uh, you know, uh, something innovative, something unique, which uh, gives this kind of sense of the place that added value and stuff like that.
0: And, um, I'm curious, like, what is um, do you have some sort of um, um, a vision where you want to get with with your office and with your? Um, work because for now it started uh, as you said just a year ago, uh, quite um, quite quickly and quite organically because you started just posting online and it got traction and um, and um, and now you have the first assignments. Um, but do you see the office in the future maybe staying more as it is now more this sort of boutique office? Or you don't have these sort of limits, and you want to maybe expand it a little bit uh, more and and grow and maybe become one of those uh, bigger realities. Do you have um, a vision for for that?
1: Yeah, I mean, my vision is very vast. I would like to experiment in in different uh, areas of design. Uh, so I'm really interested to. Experimenting in different areas, yeah, architecture design interior, but also maybe product design, like maybe like start up our own brand of some kind of products uh, and uh, and see how it goes, let's say like furniture or lighting or stuff like that, but experiment in the product de- uh, design as well. And also um, i would like to try to explore the metaverse the virtual reality because i think uh, it's a place where you have a lot of freedom and you can it can boost your creativity to very high levels and what i see there in the early days of the metaverse is you know this kind of old-fashioned pixelized images that i'm not really fan of it Uh, So I think there is a lot of uh, scope to be explored there as well. But yeah, I mean, I hope we grow as a team, as a company, as our vision grows as well. So we look through different uh, topics, different uh, uh, spheres of the design. So yeah, not only architecture, but yeah, probably as I
0: say have you designed already something uh, like a, i don't know a chair or a lamp or what what kind of products you would like to design a uh, part of uh, buildings
1: yeah I mean uh, basically in our design if it is interior or actually everything is bespoke basically <laughs> you know uh, absolutely like every piece of furniture every piece of light is like bespoke bespoke design but for us so our project we design like a, quite a number of, <laughs> of products as well so uh yeah i, I don't uh, still know what exactly it's gonna be i want to you know make some research and see how the things works and what is the the real process of uh, launching a product because now we provide like services right we provide design and we design stuff but then if you have to really uh, produce a product is a completely different story and we have to understand what the process is and how it's gonna work
0: so well i think now that you have this visibility um and it's growing um, you don't have to care so much about the production you can be you know like all the designers just designing a product for a certain company and they will take care of the Production and distribution and everything just be assigned. assigned
1: Yeah, but I look a little bit bigger than that. Ah, okay. You want to? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it's always a question of what you want to do because i don't think that i think that uh, the 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 big architects that have designed uh, chairs or lamps or any uh, i don't know i i've been on an um, exposition um, in rome in the maxi museum there was an exposition on zahadid uh, in italy because after she passed um and um and she has designed so many things that I didn't even know about like uh, handles for the doors or yeah. shoes or, and um, sometimes it's very hard to have the infrastructure to produce all of these products. So just you make the design and delegate it to others. Uh, but uh, sure, I'm I'm really curious to to see what is gonna happen, and I'm I'm gonna be following um, uh, your work because. Um, yeah it would be very cool if we have an international uh bulgarian star architect or star architecture office so to say uh it would be it would be really cool i would be very happy and um for that. Appreciate it. i'm i'm really amazed by you by your work and by how you, uh, one common thing is that uh Every person that I've had on the podcast uh, make sound, uh, everything they did, uh, very, very easy. Like, oh, I just did this and that, and then I did this, and it just happened. Uh, I'm curious, because it sounds easy, but it's for sure a lot of hard work. Uh, what, is, uh, what is your, um, how does your day look like? And how did your day look like in the beginning of this uh, adventure, so to say? uh was yeah. were there a lot of overnighters or were there like every day 12 hours 14 hours of work how did it, uh how did it work
1: well i think that what i do everyone can do it
0: but many few people
1: would do it so uh yeah i mean it's like uh, to be consistent to have a, a really strong will like uh, and to to do every day uh, the things you have to do in order to achieve your dream. Yeah, I have like a 90 plus hours working week. So it's uh, basically like every day, like 13, 14 hours. Uh, and yeah, I mean, but I I find time to basically how I start. How I start like a 8 a.m., uh, you know, have some meetings or this uh, and then Use the morning to, uh, to finish the meetings and to be cre- pre- to be creative. Then, like every day, I have a workout. I do a workout every day, sometimes twice a day, uh, because this gives me like this kind of uh, you know clear my mind, uh, uh, refresh my mind, so I can come back in the afternoon and start again with a clear mind. Uh, so it's very important to me to do my workout and my sports activities I play football like two two times a week as well and yeah I mean and I spend time a uh, time with uh, my uh, my family my wife and my daughter basically this is i mean it's a little bit you know not that many things are like uh, happening but it's a very consistent procedure so work family and uh, like sports this is a uh, uh, what kind of uh, my daily
0: activities looks like. Do, do you have any productivity method for your personal organization? Because also it's something you mentioned that um, when you studied at the AA, um, you uh, had the freedom to do your design and also to create your own sort of structure and methodology. Um, and also to in order to create these projects, you need a lot of focus, mental and um, operational just to keep modeling and stuff, not getting distracted. Um, do you have some, some? what is your way of being so focused and productive?
1: Yeah, uh, as I said, like, I try to keep my mind clear. So what helps me is like the sports, you know, uh, so... Go out, run for an hour, and clear your mind and come back and stay focused. So, yeah, uh, uh, stay focused on uh, what are like models and stuff. If it goes well, you know, it, it, if it goes well, it, it comes really fast. But there are times that it doesn't go well. I mean, it, you've been stuck, but uh, you don't stop. I mean, you keep pushing and Keep trying and eventually you're going to find a direction that is going to work. And if you can't, you go out, run for an hour, come back, try again. And they're going to try. So you go take a shower, come back and continue. But don't like say, okay, I'm stuck. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it uh, in the morning. So my, you know, I feel fresh in the morning. No, I mean, find a way to be fresh like in the next hour. So you have to do it and because who is going to do it if it's not you i mean if it's your task you have to do it and find a solution so yeah this is kind of
0: this is a very um very interesting perspective and uh you're right um well um I don't want to take away any more of your uh, Sunday, Sunday um, time also because uh, you, you are quite busy as you meant, as we've uh, figured out throughout the conversation, uh, but um, I always try to f- end up the conversation in a very positive note, and we kind of already did, but mm, you said sport is something that helps you a lot to freshen your mind, and I'm trying to create a some think tank of inspiration and I always ask if there is um, some particular uh, movie or music or podcast or books, uh, something that uh, really pumps you up or have inspired you a lot and that you would recommend to, to, to read or to watch or to listen.
1: Well, honestly, I don't really watch movies. I don't have even a TV at home. So I'm not this kind of a TV person. Um, what I read is predominantly I read uh, like uh, things regarding the the design right uh, so and yeah, like uh, I would recommend people to look around them and then what is around them there's so many nice uh, uh inspirational things in nature even in our city in uh, in people around us so, when i let's say when i see my wife when i see my daughter i feel inspired so these kind of things are the things that inspired me like the the small uh daily uh things that you see in your life this is the biggest way of inspiration from me personally so yeah i mean just look around and see how you know like how much beautiful things there are over there
0: that's awesome. Well, Miro, thank you very much. Um, I wish you all the best. Uh, and I really, really hope to, to see you uh, on all the architecture and design magazines with the biggest projects ever. And um, I will uh, put um, all the links towards your different social media in the description of the podcast. So if people want to maybe join your team or uh assign you with another project they'll be just able by scrolling down and finding everything about you thank you very much that,
1: that's great thank you georgie it was like uh, really privilege to me to speak with you i'm glad that i have a chance to have this conversation and yeah thank you very much
0: i, I always say everybody are uh, uh very welcome to come back in the future when there are uh news because um uh, The podcast uh, is uh, growing thanks to each guest and uh, we want each guest to grow thanks to the podcast. So you're welcome back anytime and have a good Sunday. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. See you.